back to school. Central Texas students are heading back to the classroom tomorrow, including Austin ISD. Some last minute things that you need to know before they hop on the bus. High pressure is going to move around a lot over the next week. We'll show you why that could mean some of us get rain and even a cool down. And fires in Hawaii continue to burn. The number of people who have died continues to rise. What you could do to help as crews search the wreckage. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. We are tracking some breaking news this evening out of Point Venture. Austin Travis County EMS says one person is dead following a crash on Lake Travis involving a boat and a jet ski. Officials responded to Captain Pete's boathouse on Lake Point Cove just before 3 this afternoon. KXAN's Sarah Alshay is there now. Sarah, what can you tell us so far? Yeah, ATMS says after extensive CPR efforts, one adult patient was pronounced dead on scene. Now, a lot of first responders have packed up. It's not as active as a scene right now, but we're going to show you some video of when it was. A lot of first responders were here. Um, there were four other patients taken to hospitals. ATCMS says all are expected to be non-life-threatening injuries. And this started a little before 3 p.m. when ATMS, ATCEMS said it was responding to a boat jet ski incident involving possibly four to five patients. But we don't have any additional information as far as what exactly happened here. The Travis County Sheriff's Office says Texas Parks and Wildlife is leading this investigation. So we're going to um, stay updated with that. But this isn't the first jet ski incident incident that we reported on this summer at Austin Lakes. So we reported on two others in July, but we've reached out to ATC EMS to see if we can get any updated numbers um, on those incidents as well. Back to you in the studio. Sarah, thanks, and we are tracking a situation in Cedar Park as well. We've gotten reports of police activity at the Best Western Hotel near Whitestone Brewing on East Whitestone Boulevard. Cedar Park police say they are serving a high-risk warrant at the Best Western. They're asking you to avoid the area for now. We'll update you when we get more information on this case as well. Tomorrow is the first day of school for Austin ISD. If you're preparing to send your kids back to class in the morning, here are some things to be aware of that might be able to help you. If you still need some items for your kids, don't forget tax-free weekend continues until midnight. That includes online shopping too, not just in the store. You can save money on most clothing, footwear, school supplies, and backpacks under $100. And if the tax is not taken off your purchase, you can go to the Texas Comptroller's website to file for a refund. AISD will be providing free breakfast and lunch for all students at close to 74 schools in the district. The meals will be provided through the Community Eligibility Program Provision Program, which is a federally funded meal service option for schools in low-income areas. It allows districts to serve free meals to all enrolled students without any application or documentation. See if your child's school is participating on KXAN.com. And the district is also preparing for a new state law that requires armed security officers on every campus. The Austin ISD Police Department currently has 82 full-time police officers. That includes school resource officers, patrol officers, detectives, and crisis intervention team officers. This includes two resource officers at each high school campus and one at each middle school. The patrol division supports the needs of Austin ISD elementary schools. The district would have to hire more than 70 new SROs to cover all 78 elementary campuses to meet the new requirements. 
And uh, heads up for teachers, the pay increase approved by the board in May will be reflected in your August 15th paycheck. KXAN has all of the information that you need ahead of this school year, from things like start dates to enrollment and school safety. Just search Set for School on KXAN.com. Let's turn now to the weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. And so we've had some record-breaking temperatures today, you say? Yeah, it feels like it's been every day that we've yeah. had some type of record, but today was unfortunately no exception to that. Let me show you the record that we broke at Austin Bergstrom International Airport, getting to 104 today, beating the previous record for this day of 103, set back in 1951, 1962, and the year 2000 on this day. We did not break the record at Camp Maybury today, though. This is how it looks in Round Rock from our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies camera full of sunshine. And no surprises, it's triple-digit heat almost everywhere. 105 is where we are now in Austin. Low 100s almost cover the map. There may be a few 90s uh, in the mix in between our sensors and places in Gillespie and Blanco counties. We'll still be at 102 at 7, 95 at 9, and 88 here at 11 under a clear sky at least for the evening hours. Now coming up in first warning weather, we're tracking the potential for some spotty storms for the next few days. Doesn't guarantee you rain, though. We'll show you the heat that spikes on Thursday, and we're getting increasingly optimistic about the long-term outlook. We'll show you why. Thanks, Nick. We'll see you in a bit. Officials in Hawaii are continuing to search for the missing people in the deadly wildfire that ravaged historic Lahaina and nearby areas. David Charnes reports on the destruction from Maui. On this Sunday, we were hearing just how hard it is for these investigators to not just recover these human remains, but also have the difficult task of identifying them. The mission to help those in shelters, meantime, continues with some moving to more long-term situations like into hotel rooms or with friends. We spoke to several people just where we're staying here uh, in Maui who say they're preparing to move somewhere else over the next couple of weeks. Some of them haven't even been able to see what is left of their homes. Resources continue to come in by boat and by air. The police chief here reminding the world that Maui isn't just a tourist destination. And as we talk about this process, for you guys that don't know, because you come and you land on a plane and you go to a tourist location, Maui is mostly rural. We've got people that they live on deer and fish. Now there is a problem for some people going back to their homes in unaffected areas, and that's the water supply. Tanker trucks full of water are going back and forth to bring that water to thousands. Same thing goes for Wi-Fi and cell phone service. Meantime, there's this back and forth among many people here asking the question, was there enough time to evacuate? Could there have been an alert? Many people here say there just wasn't, and that's what the governor has been saying, that this fire was just moving so fast, there wouldn't have been any time to actually get to a computer to issue an alert. But that's something that many people are asking here as officials search for the cause of this most destructive fire in this state's and now our country's history in a century. In Maui, I'm David Charnes. Our sister station in Honolulu, KHON, and the American Red Cross will be raising money for wildfire victims. As a company, we will be supporting them as well. KHON will host a Malama Maui telethon tomorrow. 
August the 14th from 10 to 3 Central Time. You can, we also have a donation page set up for you to help the people impacted by these horrible fires. Well, still to come, trying to break the backlog. While veterans wait for important benefits, the government takes steps to get things moving. And the latest updates on fires in Central Texas. Stay with us. Summer. Conditions unfortunately remain ripe for fires in Central Texas. As of today, a total of 30 fires have burned over 2,800 acres in the 15-county KXAN viewing area. An update on one of those fires, the Boggy Creek wildfire near Lockhart started on Friday near State Highway 130. It's burned around 230 acres and now is 100% contained. And while not a wildfire, a house fire broke out in Point Venture on Lakeland Drive, Travis County emergency Emergency officials say that a jet ski in the garage caused the fire yesterday. By the time firefighters showed up, the home was fully engulfed, but they were able to contain the fire pretty quickly after that. They had to evacuate a few homes, but nobody fortunately was hurt. Today's high of 106 in Austin at Camp Mabry was one degree shy of the record high, but it was yet another day in a row of high temperatures at 105 or, or hotter. That was our 10th day in a row of that type of heat. The second longest stretch ever. Our longest stretch of 105s in a row actually happened earlier this year in July at 11. Tomorrow, we will make it 11 days of 105 or hotter in a row. We'll show you the heat and the rain chances and when things may actually start to change in first warning weather. Veterans are battling a bureaucratic backlog. Time is running out for them to receive their maximum benefits from the PACT Act, which expands benefits for veterans exposed to toxic substances like those from burn pits. As Ryan Chandler reports, veterans are experiencing backlogs and delays as the demand for care increases. He's an aircraft mechanic and he's made the military his entire life. Since the stroke and then the Parkinson's, it turned him upside down. Tracy Souza's husband is a decorated Vietnam veteran, but returning home didn't end his battle. He's one of thousands of soldiers killed or maimed, not by combatants, but by cancer. Victims not of bullets, but burn pits. I believe that he has worked with a lot of chemicals that are, weren't sanctioned back then. I'm sure they didn't even really know what they were putting on our soldiers. Last August, Congress expanded the list of which veterans can get care for that exposure. The PACT Act means today's veterans and their families won't suffer the same painful, frustrating delays and denials. But despite those assurances, many are still waiting. Veterans Affairs shows a backlog of veterans waiting to get approval for care. Nationwide, almost 850,000 veterans have applied, with more than 380,000 left to process. In Texas, there's about 94,000 claims. They've processed about half of those. So if you serve this country in uniform, this is something you deserve, and this is something the country owes you. The Biden administration tells us they anticipate as many as 5 million veterans could be eligible. So they've hired almost 5,000 more staffers to help process their claims. There's more resources now available at the VA uh, to help you uh, to get to, to make sure that the, the wait list isn't very long and that you'll get seen and, uh, and get the care so that you can start living a more healthy life. And that's what this is really all about. For Tracy and her husband, they hope the new efforts will save them not just money, but time. They fought for our country. They died for our country. They need to care. 
about these people that need the extra help. Ryan Chandler, KXAN News. If you are suffering from an illness that could have been caused by exposure to toxins in the military, you have until midnight on Monday night to apply for benefits. You can apply after that, but you will not be eligible for backdated benefits that cover the previous year. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Another hot day today, of course, with a high of 106 in Austin at Camp Mabry, and another day with a high fire danger. And that fire danger is not going away here as we head into the evening hour. So you still got to do your due diligence not to accidentally start a fire. This is how it looks from southeast Austin, our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies camera uh, looking toward downtown. We're still under this heat dome in this area of high pressure that's allowing for storms on the very edge of it. But right where we are, the air is sinking and any storms are really much in the way of clouds being prevented from forming. I know we had some clouds this morning, though. We'll get some patches of clouds around here for your Monday morning. But as that area of high pressure moves to the northwest of us, it may actually open up the door for a spotty shower or storm later in the day tomorrow. This is what the timing looks like after about 4 o'clock or so. This is 5. Spotty showers and storms could form. Very isolated. Most of you still stay dry. I think the hill country has the high highest chances of storms tomorrow, but technically we can't rule it out anywhere. And then our rain chances disappear as we head into your Monday night. But we could do it again on Tuesday. Spotty showers and storms start to approach the area uh, during the early evening. And even Wednesday has the opportunity for that as well. Very isolated though in coverage. Please don't get your hopes up, uh, but just don't be surprised if you see some uh, distant storms or at least some puffier clouds during the next few afternoons. And at least it's something and not nothing, right? Tonight we'll get down to 79. Patchy clouds late, but most of the time will be mostly clear. By the way, the record warm low for tomorrow morning is 79. So we're forecasting a record warm night. And of course, with many kids heading back to school for the first day, including Austin ISD, Fredericksburg ISD, and Maynard ISD tomorrow, uh, it's going to be a hot day for you. We'll give the day a grade of a C. I think the best chances for storms will be after the school day is done, but during some after school activities, perhaps big changes, though, are going to be happening this week. Thanks to this area of high pressure, it's currently working its way northwest of us. That's where it'll be here for Monday and especially Tuesday and Wednesday, allowing for some potential storms to drop in from the north each of those three days. But by the time we get into Thursday, it builds back in temperatures jump. We're forecasting a high of 108 on Thursday, easily the hottest day of the week. But notice where the high goes next. It builds in northeast of us Sunday into Monday. It may open up the door for storms to come in over the Gulf of Mexico and into central Texas, and it may also allow temperatures to come down a little bit, too. This is not tomorrow Monday. This is a week from tomorrow, but there are some signs of that pattern change that we've been long hoping for. In fact, the 6 to 10 day rainfall outlook from the Climate Prediction Center has that drier than normal air uh, now moving closer to the center of that high during that time and weather the normal conditions for parts of central Texas, which is, of course, what we need. What does this mean as far as our seven days concerned? Well, for now, only 10% rain chances the next few days. And then there's your record heat here for Thursday. But then the temperatures start to come down. Friday, 106. 
Saturday 104, and Sunday's high of 102 would be the coolest high temperature since the end of July. There's a 10% rain chance too, but if we have a possibility of high staying under 100 degrees, it'd probably be a day or two after next Sunday. We'll keep watching and hoping. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. The Cowboys lost their preseason debut last night to the Jaguars 28-23, but this time of year is not necessarily about wins and losses. It's a time for developing rookies and getting the roster set. One of those rookies is Cedar Ridge alum Deuce Vaughn, the Cowboys' sixth-round pick out of Kansas State. Last time Vaughn took the AT&T Stadium field, he went off, rushing for 160 yards and was named the Big 12 Championship Games Most Outstanding Player. His comfort show last night, Vaughn had another great day on that field, rushing for 50 yards and eight carries and scoring one touchdown in that preseason debut against the Jaguars. After the game, Vaughn described the feeling of hitting Pater as a professional and said all of the work from his days from Cedar Ridge to now is paying off. To get in the end zone or in your first preseason game, I mean, that's just, it's a testament to all the work that's been put in over the past, I mean, since pre-draft now. But one of the biggest things, I mean, I feel like I wasn't really listening to a lot that was going on uh, just because I, mean, I was so excited, but uh, a lot of the guys were saying that it's first and many, man. Uh, they were saying uh, good stuff. I mean, just going out there and, and being able to do that in, in the first preseason game is huge. It's hard. I, I don't remember a whole bunch that was being said after that. Uh, I feel like that's the biggest thing for myself of coming in and, and proving people that, that believe in me right. And uh, it doesn't stop now. You go back to work on Monday and you get ready for the next preseason game. Love that move where he caused the tackles to the safeties to tackle each other. All right, Vaughn and the Cowboys will take a West Coast trip to Seattle to face the Seahawks ne next Saturday night. It'll be a late kickoff, 9 p.m. to be exact. All right, well, when we come back, we'll check in with the Rangers and the Houston Astros. Shohei Otane, yeah, he went yard. We've got more. Coming up, keep it here. The Rangers and Giants are in a low-scoring battle in San Francisco. Rangers were down 1-0 until the ninth inning when they tied the game to stay alive. Right now in the top of the tip, it's still tied at 1. All right, to Houston we go. Astros hosting the Angels. Pick it up in the top of the third. Mickey Moniak for the Angels. Hits this one deep to right field. That goes to the wall to score. Eduardo Escobar, that results in a double for Moniak, 1-0 Angels on the board. Bottom of the fourth, uh, still 1-0, two on, two outs for Mauricio Dubon. Hits it right to short. They get the out at second to end the inning. Top of the sixth, Shohei Otani. He just continues to show how destructive he is. Blast this one to center. That's not coming back. 2-0 Angels, 41st homer of the year for Otani. Bottom of the sixth, one off for Mauricio Dubon, though. Runners on the corners. Here, he hits the base hit to put runners on the corners as the Astros try to get on the board with two outs. Next batter, Jose Soriano for the Angels has a pitch that bounces away, and it's going to allow John Singleton to come home from third to put the Astros on the board. Bottom of the eighth, still the same score, tying run at second for Mauricio Dubon, but he strikes out swinging. Then in the bottom of the ninth, two outs. Last chance for Jose Altuve. He hits this one to right, and it is not deep enough at all. His 14-game hitting streak comes to an end, and the Angels prevail, winning 2-1, to one, Mike. All right, thanks, Jonathan. We'll be back in just a moment with a final look at your forecast. Stay with us. We know